G'day guys, this is CW from The Land Down Under and here we are once again for another developer update. And joining me once again is the one and only Armenio. How are you, mate? Pleasure to be here. It's been an interesting week. It has. Uh, we had a smooth initiation, I guess you could call it, of EIP 27 at Block Height 777217. I actually caught yeah. it live on a live stream, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, things rolled over smooth. Uh, that's just the result of proper testing. Um, you know, that was in development uh, for the better part of this year. Um, and so it, it did take a bit of time, resources. Uh, we wanted to make sure that uh, miners could vote. And Alex uh, spent a bit of time building that feature in uh, a little bit different than he originally anticipated. So it slowed us down. And so now we go through a uh, adjustment. You know, we're going to have another uh, drop off of three erg. Uh, here in a couple of days. And, you know, whenever you have this type of, um, let's just say emission change, you know, the same thing happens in Bitcoin. You always have a rapid drop in uh, profitability and things need to rebalance. Uh, hopefully markets adapt, miners adapt. Uh, there's a tendency, you know, at least in havings to force things to uh, the most profitable miners and those that have higher carrying costs either sign off for a bit or uh, take a little bit of pain for a little bit, but proof of work rebalances over time. We've seen that. So short-term pain, long-term gain. Um, I definitely have to respect the miners for being willing to sacrifice their profitability for a little bit. And uh, hopefully as uh, you know, the new exchange that we're working with uh, completes their integration comes online, we're going to open the market a little bit and hopefully you know, that helps naturally correct things. But uh, yeah, it's, just it's a kind of, of finding the market, finding that equilibrium again. Um, it'll come in time. Yeah, proof of work is pretty interesting as a, uh, a mission framework because it's pretty self-healing in terms of carrying costs and miners setting the market. Uh, so we'll go through a, a period where, uh, you know, our profitability definitely is going to drop because less coins are being emitted. And uh over time, that'll balance, and uh, hopefully, as that does, we continue to build. And uh, you know, once things correct, uh, we're in a nice position. Yeah, I think forward. you said it nicely on Twitter this week. Um, it's just up to uh, the ecosystem itself to start, um, or the ecosystem in the community to start bringing on some value and uh, repay the miners. Yeah, and I think we're I think we're well on our way. To be honest, uh, I see a lot of interesting things coming out of GetBlock. I see a lot of uh, core uh, infrastructure things that are uh, kind of in development. Rosenbridge uh, is on its way. Dexy's on its way. Oracle V two is on its way, and that's really going to be foundational for DeFi on top of Ergo. Yeah, add in Node five and away we go. Yeah. All right, thanks for very much for that little recap. Let's jump in and uh, do the developer update. So to kick things off, we have uh, Apex Theory, who is back after having a little bit of time away. Um, so they're just doing some uh, bug-related sort of work with the batch Merkle-proof uh, side of things. And then also um, we'll have the PR sent through in the next couple of days and then just reached out to Kushti as well. So just to let him know 
if there's any tickets that he would, if Kushti would like him to look at. So, um, yeah, welcome back, mate. Thanks very much for joining once again. Apex back on the note. That's good news. Yeah. And moving on, we've got uh, Lado Pixel. Do you want to jump on? Sure. So he's been building a application called Schedule Erg Web. And uh, that has to do with encryption, where you can take a website uh, image link or URL and uh, create NFTs that are uh, encrypted in terms of their uh, tag, which is pretty cool to see. Um, I'm curious how that develops. That's uh, whenever you get into encrypted messaging, you know, <laughs> people tend tend to like uh, automatically, I don't know, assume the dark side, so to speak, but. Uh, it's actually a really cool little tool you put together. Yeah, uh, it's got an um, update on uh, Twitter. It's pretty cool to go and see it and uh, see it all sort of come to action. Uh, it's pretty cool. So moving on. Oh, here you can see the uh, example there. So if you want to see it, jump on the Discord and you can see the little video that he's got there. And moving on to Green Hat, another big update uh, with him and his his team. So Tim L has uh, updated the box scans for V2 um, to use the token ID for Oracle Config, uh, implemented the gold erg data source. That's cool. Uh, Got to the bottom of an issue with finishing uh, the peer discovery in Chrome. Uh, DUSEC added a commit hash to the Oracle core version, implemented the update for contract type, and then uh, his progress itself uh, finished and merged the update to contracts uh, V2.0A, so the reward tokens in the pool box, started the manual testing of bootstrapping and running three Oracles on the testnet. It's making a list of issues to fix and started with complex scenarios testing on the CI, CL, CI, and building Ergo Chain Sim uh, Crate uh, with a blockchain simulator similar to Ergo Playgrounds, but for tests. That's pretty cool. It's a big update. Yeah, that is a big update. You know, the Oracle uh, V2 is getting close, uh, looking at what they're putting together. You know, the gold um, Erg price is going to be fed into Dexy. So looks like those two things are developing pretty much in parallel. Um, you know, I, I do know that they're implementing testing, and so we'll see, you know, how things go. Sometimes uh, things go well, sometimes things need a little work, so it's, we don't really have a firm ETA yet, but uh, sometimes that's just how development goes. Yeah, it's all sort of part and parcel of the process, isn't it? Oh, here we go. On to Mr. Starfelger. Starfelger. Here you go, mate. I think you got it right for the first time, to be honest. That's all right. Uh, the wallet app uh, looks like he's done some small bug fixes and improvements. Uh, spent some effort on the wallet app to desktop, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm looking forward to the desktop version. I did see a sneak peek where he was uh, playing around with the cold wallet feature through a webcam, uh, which is really neat to see. Um, I, I think... Uh, the camera side itself may be a little funky, just depending on you know your desktop setup. But uh, from what I saw, it works, so that's that's pretty awesome. Um, the Ergo payment portal uh, he mentioned last week has been completed. Uh, that's 
pretty great to see. Um, the more we see web payment solutions, that type of thing, uh, it just makes ERG more adoptable as a P2P currency. So I hope those of you out there that are uh, running a business would consider, you know, accepting ERG and or SIGUSD or any of the other tokens um, on the Ergo blockchain to uh, perhaps get a little bit of extra, you know, customers in your door. We'll see. I think uh, people would be excited about that. Looks like he's also um, proceeding with the Mosaic plugin system. Uh, so he's implemented some actions for Ergo Auth. I uh, wrote a tutorial for it. Uh, that way people can integrate it. And uh, he's asking for feedback. So those of you that are curious, hop on uh, and be sure to give him feedback. Yep, most definitely. Exciting. Can't wait for the desktop version. Uh, on to MHS Sam and Rosenbridge. Uh, so they found an issue with Cardano's asset fingerprint during the tests and also found a solution. So they're just fixing that up. Uh, and the integration test is under progress. Uh, in the coming days, he will provide uh, some more tangible results. So that's another big one as well. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, but uh, as of when we're shooting this a couple hours ago today, uh, unfortunately, the one bridge uh, got exploited for like 100 million. So yeah. that kind of brings the total hackable amount on bridges this year pretty close to half a bill, which... That's insane. <laughs> that's crazy to think about, you isn't know, it? That's 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 a lot of money that uh, potentially is disappearing. So I'm I'm really excited to see Rosen come out. <clears throat> Hopefully, we have better assumptions. You know, that's uh, why that particular framework was uh, put together. Yeah, having that two uh, two layer sort of or two FA sort of layer set up with the uh, watches and the guardians. Um, it'd be interesting to see how that sort of comes out. Yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, it sets a new standard. Yeah, and <clears throat> moving on, we've got uh, Captain Nemo. Uh, do you want to jump on to Nemo? Sure. Uh, GraphQL, which is a uh, alternative explorer, has come out in its base version. Uh, they went through a full code review, refactoring. Um, they're reviewing some additional PRs. Uh, they're adding a... TypeScript uh, package for the client-side uh, static typing. Um, it looks like he's also adding uh, ergo auth support for EIP 0028. Um, I do know that uh, Nemo's playing around with the idea of actually building a uh, alternative front end as well for that Explorer. So we may get a alternative uh, Explorer that's powered by GraphQL. Sweet. And uh, so Side note, uh, I know that uh, Euroi Wallet um, is pursuing GraphQL on the Cardano side, and uh, Nemo actually is going to, you know, everything's open source, uh, so it's going to actually go to them and hopefully support Euroi as well, which would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. It'd be great to see them back up and running well. Uh, just on Ergo Auth, uh, do you want to elaborate on what that actually is for the community? <laughs> I've Probably shouldn't right now because I need to read up on it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, so moving on, uh, we've got Cortelier. So they're building out a website for Comet. 
uh, being able to connect to Nautilus and post some memes there. Uh, so also looks like you can uh, tip for memes through the Ergo tip bot. <laughs> that looks pretty fun. Yeah, they're the always busy comment. I'm pretty impressed actually for, you know, usually these uh, dog coins don't tend to actually <laughs> do much. Uh, but actually, you know, a comment is, you know, they've submitted an EIP. They've uh, built out on uh, Sigma Valley. They've now are putting out the website. So they actually do a fair amount of development for kind of the class that they're in, let's say. <laughs> Well, they jumped on the get block as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's impressive to see. Uh, open source as well. So jump onto the git if you want to have a look at what's going on there. Uh, Satergo. Uh, so they've got version 0.0.3 um, released in an hour, but I think it's actually released now as of when this video will go live. So the program's yes. uh, 50% smaller. That's great. I think it was up around 300 meg or something when I tested it. So it was quite large. Uh, the node operations, uh, so setting the API key and public address, open config file, unlocking, public, uh, setting the public address, et cetera. Uh, transaction history, that's pretty cool. Um, setting to require password for sending, selecting which addresses to send from, a price chart. 24 hours, seven, uh, seven days, et cetera. That's nice as well. Uh, optimized selection for multiple addresses, selecting change address. Uh, more tasks are done in the background to not freeze the UI. Um, token icons, navigation bar. Content adapts with, wind, uh, with width. The keyboard navigation on numeric uh, repetition. Improved node downloader and fixed an issue where multiple entries of the same token in one transaction was allowed, uh, but broken. So that's a really big update. It's great to see yeah. that full node sort of come to life. Yeah, he's uh, definitely done a great job taking uh, community feedback and getting to work and uh, pushing it, you know, even price charts and wallets. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to jump on there and download this one and check it out. Uh, from Kushti, the man himself. Do you want to take Alex? Sure. So EIP27 rolled out smoothly. Um, you know, that was something that I know he did a lot of checking his homework on before uh, we got to. Yeah, a lot of stake uh, there. Yeah, that's there's a lot of stake there. Uh, looks like he's um, pretty happy with it last I talked to him. Uh, so the activation height went through. We're going to have another roll off of three erg, uh, which was our standard emission schedule. Uh, so we'll get through those two bumps and then I think we'll uh, see a little bit of time, get a reset. Uh, he's working with pool reward calculations and payout. Um, he posted on the forum. Uh, looks like he's focusing on some improvements and fixes in the P2P layer. Uh, he's putting together a uh, new reference client, the background. Um, we're also going to be launching a 5.0 testnet uh, in a few days. So we're hoping that community developers hop on there and uh, play around with 5.0, try to break it, let us know what the problems are. Um, you know, and hopefully we iron that out and then that's going to be our big next uh, network upgrade. I know that uh, Dexy is on his mind. He's uh, been writing and 
polishing that, talking with uh, Scala Hub in terms of the bank actions and uh, continuing um, that we're playing around with uh, market-driven emission retargeting of uh, tokens, which would be really cool to see. Um, that's never been done in the space. Yep. Uh, so having uh, that new framework as a emission schedule is really interesting. I think it would go really well in a sub pool where, um, you know, it's not something we've seen yet where miners have the ability to, let's say, mine something besides the Ergo from uh, Genesis. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to uh, when that comes out, because that's going to be a, a really a different dynamic than uh, what we've seen so far, because you already have like existing markets and existing holders and, you know, um, uh, having something that's uh, launching from Genesis via a sub pool, uh, I think is, is a really big step uh, in the direction that uh, is more sustainable for mining. Yeah, I can't wait for the first project to be able to do something like that and be able to have the rights to say that they were the first to market uh, with a, through a sub pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially if, if we can uh, figure out the um, payouts from a smart contract to where potentially we set it up like the block rewards in ERG where you know a certain emission uh, portion went to uh, the foundation, or in this case, like a development team, um, it would prevent them from ever being able to dump on miners because, you know, they'd essentially receive rewards at the same time as uh, miners the same way that uh, Ergo did. And uh, I'm, it's just a better way to launch, in my opinion. It's painful at first, I, I won't lie, but uh, hopefully as we build out um, exchange partnerships, I've already been talking about uh, the potential for flat rate costing for native tokens and uh, trying to open doors for our ecosystem that if someone wants to do that, uh, at least we can give some cost predictability uh, to different projects. Yeah. And uh, also ties into uh, the uncertainty around regulation and all that sort of side of things as well. So yeah, there's a lot to play there. Uh, just on 5.0 in regards to testing uh, with that new uh, costing model, will developers have to update their contracts or anything like that? Uh, I don't think there's going to be any changes on the back end. Uh, should be pretty smooth. I know that uh, Morphic has been uh, playing around with that actually since last summer. Um, so 5.0 is really not in inception. We're actually uh, pushing into testnet when it's already been pretty mature. Uh, we have actually done a few performance tests and uh, we're going to see some significant improvements. Um, I'm sure that once we get more on that test net, we'll have a more accurate analysis of uh, what exactly that's going to be when it goes live. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely going to turn up the system. Perfect. Sounds good. Here we go with uh, Louis Vatra. Another big update from the ErgoPad side of things. So uh, this. They've got staking live for Ergo games. Uh, so as expected, Ergo, uh, Ergo games staking is about to be bootstrapped. Uh, Padilla contracts. So they're making good progress in mapping out the different types of contracts and tokens, NFTs that are needed. Uh, we'll continue to work in the coming weeks before starting implementation in Ergo script. Uh, Padilla web 2.0, uh, Padilla will have its own independent core living on the blockchain. 
that's interesting, um, which can be accessed through uh, the CLI or the PDR website. So the website will have some uh, Web 2.0 additions on top of the core that aim to improve the user experience. Uh, keeping up to date with the proposals and voting, allowed uh, for discussions on the proposals. So good progress is being made there. That's great to see, to hear. Uh, NFT sale contract. Uh, LGD is working hard on making an awesome setup for on-chain randomized NFT sales. I think the community's uh, hanging for something like that. Yeah, it's going to be big. Yeah, and uh, uns unspent have experience with a big drop in the Explorer performance when it comes to addresses that have lots of boxes on them. Uh, often a large part of those spent boxes, for example, on the ERG USD Oracle, uh, the spent boxes are interesting for historical statistics, uh, but in most cases they're uh, only interested in unspent boxes. So LEAF is uh, working on the database that holds unspent boxes and making views and the indexes uh, support better for ergopad.io. That's another big one as well. Yeah, that's needed. Yeah. Thanks very much for that, Louis. And on to Dimitri. Sure. Looks like he's still working on the setup of the new backend and database for Sigmaverse. Uh, having a few issues there. Um, unfortunately, uh, we've run into that from time to time where, you know, a part of the uh, Ergo team is uh, Russian. And so they've kind of been rugged by MasterCard and Visa. Uh, so they've found a workaround solution. Um, I'm sure that's uh, in progress. Yeah. Oh, you may as well keep going with Morphic. Sure. Uh, it says, looks like he's been sick. So, you know, I hope he gets his rest, feels better, gets back on his feet. Um, the Ergo node, uh, he's synced with 5.0. Um, looks like he's also pushed some PRs towards 5.0. 0.1 with uh, some cleanup. Uh, he's actually taken out quite a bit of old code for um, the 4.0 version, and uh, he's added the uh, new uh, AOTC code, and then now he's kind of refactoring that. Uh, looks like next he will continue to cross-compile uh, Sigma to update uh, it with the newer version of Scala. Uh, and he's going to prepare a Ergo branch with Sigma 5.0.1. Exciting times. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got PGR456 with uh, the Alternatives Explorer. So in, just in general, uh, still deciding on a name to register for the domain. Often the, the hardest thing for a developer to come up with. <laughs> Uh, on the back end, uh, just finishing up, setting up some infrastructure with a database uh, and the modable load balance uh, for full nodes. Uh, currently syncing the main net into the database. I finished implementing around half of the API endpoints and on the UI, uh, still working on the API endpoints and uh, we'll use the front end of the official Explorer until we get something else uh, sorted out and I hope to have everything finished, uh, the whole API in the next week or so, and then start working on the UI. It'll be interesting to see how that all comes together. Yeah, me as well. You know, after wallets, uh, the Explorer was probably the dependency in our ecosystem. That was the main bottleneck. And uh, I'm really happy seeing multiple 
uh, different uh, new instances and new languages, new setups uh, being developed in parallel because that, you know, takes a single bottleneck and suddenly we have multiple paths available. Yeah, so there's some more uh, instances of the <clears throat> existing Explorer. Um, got the GraphQL side and then also uh, something like this with, I think it was Golang from last update. Uh, he's writing this in. Yep. Yeah, and, you know, once you get new tools and new languages, it allows developers to hop on and uh, pick up, you know, things that they're comfortable with, which accelerates things significantly because there's less of a learning lift. Uh, so we've got Dimitri here. Maybe we can have one UI for all explorers uh, reaching out uh, to provide some help if you need that. Uh, Prag Maxime, you'll take Prag. Sure. Uh, looks like he's working on optimizing the node syncing uh, header and block selections download from the newest uh, version they've been playing with. It should uh, prevent things from getting stuck and uh, make the syncing process a lot more fluent uh that's where you know we're headed uh you know that rapid sync uh once it's pretty solid is actually gonna make a big difference in terms of spinning up a full node or perhaps even running off-chain instances um, i'm really excited to see that just uh you know you minimize computational power you accelerate things and people don't have to be patient people like that <laughs> <laughs> especially in crypto i want it now yeah. now yeah no it's it's gonna be good yeah uh it'd be cool how to see how that sort of interacts on a pie something uh with as little resources as uh one of those little things and see how it, uh the sync goes uh, moving on we have cheese enthusiast so on sub pooling uh, they've changed how blocks are selected for payment and sent to the contract. So they're now processing five blocks at a time to help with scalability. Uh, they ran into some issues this week in regards to uh, growing pains. So I just call it that. They grew quite fast and uh, just had to implement a couple of changes there. Sure. Uh, just working on the stat upgrades and just general stability on the UI side of things. They're filtering blocks by pool, uh, along with more accurate hash rate stats for all pools and onto Plasma, uh, still porting uh, to the undo and main structure from Sway, uh, for Sway uh, database. Uh, also thinking about how to support the level database AVL implementation so users have more options to exper experiment with. And uh, once the above two happens, just like to do a little bit of a cleanup for the code and testing. So, uh, so it will be ready for a very basic beta release. That's another big one as well. A lot of so what happened? What happened this week? They scaled too fast, and then all of a sudden, their the back end was getting beat to hell, and all that fun. Yeah. So obviously, with the release of the uh, Netter pool, um, alongside some very high traffic, uh, things got a little clogged there. Um, everything on the the payout system worked fine, but just the um, UI side got a little bit clogged up and um, the back payments for those uh, block rewards themselves as well. So everything was on chain and running, but yeah, obviously with the amount of influx of hash rate and everything like that, it just, uh, they're a little bit sort of um, subject of their own uh, 
success. success. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's the funny thing. See. That's a good that's a good thing to see. And it's also a really good learning experience, not just for Gitblock, but for uh anybody else. Whenever you see that type of rapid uh adoption, you gotta be ready for it. And uh sometimes <laughs> sometimes, you know, back ends are just overrun. Yep. So I know that um they've done a lot of work on all their sort of instances around the world as well so all the infrastructure for the um where you connect to and everything along the, they've basically upgraded everything it's good to see yeah i'm sure they'll be ready for next time <laughs> yeah when noodle pool yeah it's gonna happen <laughs> uh moving on to Ilya from sigma valley you take Ilya. Sure. looks like he's implemented the renting smart contract. So now users can uh, rent a plot from landlords for a period of time. Uh, that's pretty neat to see. Uh, during that time, it looks like they can upload models and uh, change details. Well, that could be interesting. You rent a plot and you come back and your building's <laughs> reconstructed. You know, renting is a dangerous thing when you get the wrong tenant. That's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, with Dapstep, they've improved the website. <clears throat> looks like it now supports multiple uh, recipients. Uh, it's useful for building transactions like uh, payment to NFT owners and royalties to artists or airdrop transactions. I was pretty happy to see that. Uh, actually, I think Dapstep is, is definitely... Uh, one of those things that is going to make people's life a lot simpler. And, and I love those type of simple tools that uh, just make testing easier. looks like uh, he's also done some tweaking to the documentation. Uh, then it looks like uh, node share. He's exploring a solution that will allow people to run a node and explore instances to cut expenses by providing access uh, for a fee. That's actually a very great idea. Um, I certainly would help uh, with decentralized infrastructure. Um, so I'm really curious to kind of follow that, see what happens. Uh, just hardens the network. Yeah. Um, looks like he's finished implementing a proxy service that works as an authentication layer for users to access the node API. And he's going to share that soon. Looks like he's uh, talked to a few people who are willing to run the first pilot. Um, so that's great to see. And uh, expecting, uh, said, feel free to DM if you feel like paying five SIG USD to a node operator to access a faster private node explorer instead of using the public one. Uh, that will encourage more people to run a node, support the network, and uh, yeah, just upgrade the user experience. And uh, you know, I'm curious to see what would uh, happen if uh, miners hop onto that. I know there's a lot of solo miners out there that are probably already running a full node. Uh, it's not a bad idea if you're a solo miner to uh, get in touch with Ilya, see if you can spin up the Explorer and potentially make a little bit on the side um, beyond uh, what you're mining. Yeah, a little bit of an extra uh, revenue there. And obviously benefits the ecosystem itself. Uh, Scala Hub. So this week just mostly worked on implementing the Dexy uh, extensions that Alex proposed. Uh, and then you can catch up with uh, the contracts, the working contracts you can see there. 
uh, just not much documentation yet. So, yeah, it's awesome to see. Have you had a look yeah. into that? Uh, a little bit. I know what's coming. I haven't seen the specifics of his latest uh, feedback. But I know that those two... Dexy's kind of opening a new... Um, a new framework that I think we're going to see more unique implementations of in the future. Uh, I really um, curious to see how it all comes out. I, I think it'd be good to uh, do like a deep dive once we get closer to launch. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. So moving on, we've got MG Pi with Ergo Sapiens. So they're just continuing uh, with testing. Uh, so just yeah, testing in intense chain transactions. I will start on the NFT front end soon. Uh, eagerly awaiting the NFT assets EIP to be finished and implemented. Uh, and then with ErgPy, so bulk minting has an inherent problem. Uh, too many output boxes will freeze access. So that they've written a solution there. So to consolidate NFT tokens uh, in increments of 50, and uh, the code just needs to be refracted before release. So, yeah, they've got a TX there um, that they've spent uh, debugging on the testnet. If you want to jump on there and have a squiz. Uh, moving on, we've got Nighthowl. Sure. So it looks like uh, they've made a faster uh, responsive front end. Uh, they're working on a fax page. And they're almost done with the liquidity page. It uh, looks like on the back end, they've uh, improved the code for the Oracle scanner um, and their RNG service. They have a troubleshoot issue with the Explorer backend. Uh, they've set up and completed a CICD for their front end dev server. Uh, they've designed a voting contract that can be used to uh, redirect assets through a democratic voting system. That's gonna be interesting to see. Any smart contracts can support voting uh, by simply adding a reference number and then voters can select where the assets will be sent uh, during the voting process. And it looks like, uh, yeah, you did a great uh, interview with them. Yeah, it was fun. It was, uh, it was actually kind of strange because I just- Yeah, you the... saw the NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one live there and they are just kind of talking to a couple of uh, pitchers. So I was there. Yeah, um, obviously have to respect their right for uh, uh, privacy. Um, what they're doing is a little bit sort of, well, somewhat gray. controversial in the whole. Yeah, sort let's of just thing. call it gray. Gray area. Yeah. I, you um, know, doing it open source, uh, allowing the community to be the house. Uh, you know, I, I can really respect that. But uh, yeah, I saw that and I was thinking he's he's just talking to like cartoon NFT. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, no, it was a little bit strange, but yeah, it was a great interview. Really fun um, and really insightful. It was good. So um, once everything's back up and live, I'll reach out again and then we'll do another one. Awesome. Uh, so moving on, we've got a non-real. Looks like uh, most of EIP 34 uh, feedback has been reviewed and applied. Uh, looks like there's a bit more work and then uh, he'll push for another round of feedback. Uh, looks like a few more front-end pages have been implemented, including the wallet and auction pages. Uh, progress has increased with uh, new dev joining their team, which is great to see. Uh, back-end integration for new pages is in progress at the same time. Uh, the Ergo team progress is pretty good. 
<clears throat> after EIP 34 changes are done, uh, looks like they'll have more time to uh, onboard the new dev. So really excited to see uh, the auction house, uh, you know, finally get some updates. And uh, Ergo Team is, is really going to be an interesting tool as well. What's Ergo Team? I haven't heard about that one. Sure. It's going to be like a simpler, more user-friendly uh, version of the zero knowledge treasury. That'd be a simple oh, sweet. way to put it. Awesome. So moving on, we've got uh, the Sentient NFT. So on their Sentient uh, chain update, they've just uh, fixed an assertion error that was occurring when they were trying to connect client nodes to the master node, uh, currently troubleshooting a timeout error uh, the client nodes are having when connecting to the master node and also working on the website. Yeah, it's an exciting project to see uh, what they can do. Merged yeah. mining is always uh, something that's kind of fascinated me in terms of building uh, kind of side chains on Ergo. So. Yeah, I was reading about that throughout the week. So I started going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's always an interesting concept. Uh, I'm sure the miners will be happy if uh, we see an implementation that's pretty friendly to them. Yep. Uh, so moving on, we've got Yasha with Ergodex. Sure, looks like uh, they've done protocol analytics implementation processing uh, for past orders and pools. Um, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, looks like the front end, they've updated React from uh, version 16 to uh, 18. Extracted all the core components. Uh, oof, it got blurry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read it? Ah, let me see. Extracted no. all the core components from uh, to a UI kit, <laughs> separate repo. <laughs> and uh, added titles to each page for uh, pretty location history. Uh, they've added network name to the URL. Uh, the core for responsive adaptive UI is done. Uh, looks like the work in progress is going to be the transaction history UI and pending transaction on both sides. Uh, responsive and adaptive mobile design uh, plus read-only wallets for portfolio tracking is on the way. That's going to be neat to see. Uh, you know, I, I guess uh, if, if you if you're somebody that uh, you know sees changes and wants to act, stay away from the read-only. That's just going <laughs> to catch you in a trap. Um, but that as, is actually a really nice tool. Uh, looks like Ergo Pay integration is uh, in motion. Uh, Rosenbridge, um, they're working on UI integration, research, and development because obviously uh, bridging to Cardano. Uh, Ergodex is a natural ally since they have a foot in, on both chains. Um, and it looks like the spe Spectrum Network uh, Research and Development is ongoing, which is a pretty big uh, next generation step for them based on uh, everything I've read. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah, it's huge. Another big update. I've had quite a, big, uh, quite a few this week. I like Louis's comment underneath here as well. How much would you charge to format and add the uh, the the icons throughout? So yeah, Louis, reach <laughs> out to Yasha. <laughs> uh, and moving on, we've got uh, an Excel update from Chris. Um, so Keith worked on uh, just writing up some design system and documentation. Uh, LGD finished uh, the API routes for SLE SLT and created a gate controller to manage the SLE SLT API requests. 
uh, on the front end. They're still refractoring and working on a new design and layout for the loan creation, uh, loan lists, and uh, some more views. Uh, still separating out some stateful components and layout components for the forms. Um, and then Chris on the social side, uh, the borrower community has a solid foundation with five proposals. So if you want to check that out, uh, I think you can jump into their socials, uh, Telegram, even just reach out to Chris on Twitter. Um, and then exploring options to build out the lender community so that uh, users can easily uh, pool funds. That's nice as well to contribute yeah. without reviewing all the loans that are, that come available. And then on uh, the Deco side, uh, just setting up a summer exercise that will utilize Deco's uh, material and resources to provide interested community members with a, a boot camp learning process. Uh, that's awesome. So keep things keeping uh, ticking over from the education side. Uh, so just expecting that first one to be a largely ex uh, ambitious explanation exploration sorry of onboarding new devs to the ecosystem i love what they're doing it's pretty broad and uh very yeah. beneficial um, to the ecosystem yeah i think in terms of like uh DeFi outside of the uh, you know kind of token trading uh <laughs> chris is certainly you know putting something quite interesting together uh pooling funds and having you know kind of like trusted uh communities and having the ability to fund multiple parties um, really is a pretty cool community tool. I'm going to have to look into that, and uh, I think I want to support it. Yeah, and the education that they're doing on the ground in Kenya as well. Um, I know Denisio is a stake pool operator on Cardano. He's helping out on that front. Um, and then the guys on the ground in, in Kenya themselves, they're really engaged. So um, they've got a nice little community going there. It's great to see. Yep. That's it. That's it. So that's another big well, weekly update. Yeah, you know, there's a lot going on. Uh, I know that uh, markets aren't the greatest, and you know, EIP twenty seven probably came out uh, at in terms of like the macro trend, not the greatest time, but uh, things will adapt. So, um, you know, those of you that are out there mining, uh, hopefully, you can cover your costs. Uh, you know, if not, you're always welcome to hop onto a more profitable chain. And really, I hope we uh, see you back uh, once things adjust. Yeah, obviously, everyone has their, their costs associated with mining. Um, and hopefully, we can deliver some more value to uh, increase the price of, the, of our token. Um, obviously, the ecosystem, as you can see through this weekly developer update, um, I think it just keeps growing and growing. Uh, I've actually run out of room this week to be able to list the projects on uh, the previous layout. So I think that's a good problem to have. No, it is a great problem to have. You know, we do, we will have some growing pains with uh, the, uh, let's just say, profitability reset. But in terms of the development, uh, I see it accelerating and it's just exciting to watch. Um, you know, things have grown beyond my ability to track. Uh, that's been the case for a couple months now, which is, Really nice to see, uh, you know, over time, I hope to become less and less important. And uh, ultimately the community, uh, you know, projects in the community uh, deliver a lot more value, news, uh, you know, marketing material, attract users. And they just build on everything that uh, the Ergo Foundation is putting together in the core. Yeah, just touch on the community side of things as well. We're seeing a lot of video content come out. We've also seen some articles as well. So um, starting to see some momentum on that side. It's great. 
that's uh, ultimately the path forward. So it's it's a real pleasure to represent uh, the Ergo ecosystem. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks once again for tuning in for another weekly developer update. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Be well.